Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. It is season four, episode 18, Philomena. Kaplan is tearing red apart. You are tearing me apart, Lisa. Let's go. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome, everybody, to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. Uh, we got some Gordon Lightfoot going on for you. For those of you who haven't fallen asleep yet, this is this is Gordon Lightfoot to help you on your way. It's a good uh, song, though. It is a good song. Yeah. I think they played this at Matt and Kim's wedding like nine times over soup, <laughs> if I recall. It is so nice to be here with you guys. That's an inside joke. I'm sorry. My name is Joe Sanfilippo. I am joined by the lovely Julia Kearley. Hello. The kids are in charge. The kid, we, have, we have no adults. Joe Braswell. No adults. Joe Braswell didn't come today. As we've discussed in the past, when Joe Braswell doesn't show up, it's because he's a terrible person. Terrible, the worst. And uh, once again today, he's proving he is a terrible person. No one is worse. Um, uh, So this is episode uh, 18 of season four. Um, We we, we brought a little bit of a a sound clip from the room. I don't know, for those of you, you're tearing me apart, Lisa! all on his own for that one, guys. (laughs) I still have no idea what just happened. If you've never... I'm super excited about it. If you have never seen The Room, it is hands down the worst movie ever. And it is one... it's, It's one of those movies you're watching and you're like, it's a miracle that this happened. And then you keep watching, you're like... It's like it, it's just it's a it's a magnificent pile of shit. And if you have there's moments where you're just like I can't. This is real. This this got made. You're really selling so it to me. There's a wonderful can't scene wait. where he loses it out of nowhere, and he you're tearing me apart, Lisa. So it, it, it felt appropriate. So Kaplan is tearing Red's organization apart. She sure as hell is. From the beginning, from the. What was that? That was the sound of her tearing it apart. Oh, okay. Uh, unraveling the unraveling. Oh, the unraveling. Yes. Unspooling. Uh, the unspooling, as it were. I love what they're doing here. I actually, and, and I never say that about the blacklist because I, I typically have nothing to say it about, but I love this whole idea. I love that Kaplan is not really Red's guy or was never no. really Red's guy. No. And Well, you weren't here for last week when we I talked know, about so the I'm, dummy I'm, episode and the Kaplan episode. Oh. Yeah. Any thoughts on that before we go forward with yes, this? Yes, I do. I, my wife has several friends. Um, oh, well, I'm glad she's popular. Yes, she's very popular with several friends. She's a very lovely woman. She is. I like her a lot. You should. I do. And uh, I, I think that if, uh, if something were to happen to her and they were to stick around, it would be exactly this. If I were into nefarious things and it was at, you know, somehow or another going to protect the kids, they might give me a little bit of rope. But eventually they would definitely Kaplan my ass. Gotcha. They would, there's no question about gotcha. it. I'd be, uh, I'd be Kaplan. Kaplan. <laughs> but it was, it was interesting to watch and just see the dynamic. And it's such a specific dynamic and uh, and 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 I I have it in my real life, and it was like this is okay. I get it. This is absolutely how this would play out. But it informed a lot about about who she is and and who Lizzie is and and what and who Red what is they mean and to each yeah. other, how everyone is a little bit more connected now. Yes, and it was and also artfully performed. It was a really good good episode. excellent. And and I love that we're we're moving past the whole. You're not my daddy. I'm your daddy. We're moving past all that. To some stuff that's 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 it's opening up and it feels it, I think the show has been has almost they've released themselves from that paradigm that they were focused on for yeah, so long so absolutely. completely and uh, and I think it's been definitely to their benefit. Um, but it did prove that he is not the father, correct? Do you, do you know that we're still up really? in the air about the father. Yeah. Oh God. You, 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 you're oh, trying to come down sake. on that. Mm. See, because okay, so it was, it was specifically they. they that's was, true. That's true. She said. Last episode, I'm not sure. We're, we're not it sure. She was very. She was still not very. She was still very not sure. All right, so let's get okay, into to Philomena. So we open this episode. Uh, what did you think of this episode? By the I way, I really liked this episode. I like what they're doing on the back half of this season. Um, I felt like 
there were a lot of moving parts in this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of great development uh, as far as storyline plot as well as character. Right. Um, and I think things are being placed very strategically in a way that I can actually that I actually like follow and I'm and I'm rooting for. I love what they're doing with with Miss, with the character of Mr. Kaplan because she's bad, but is she bad? Like it, she, they 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 painted her into like the coolest corner ever, where I can't like you're rooting for her, but you're also rooting for Red at the same yes. time. They've made her somewhat evil and nefarious, but with with good cause behind it and i I, it's so like it's so rich and i'm so into it i'm really into the blacklist right now you know what's cool about kaplan like she well you know but she's like she's efficient she's cold but she's correct you know what i mean like there's never a time when you're like well kaplan's out of left field like nope this is what i said i said this 25 30 years ago Mm -hmm. i stuck with it the whole time i never deviated from what i said i would do in in doing what I said I would do, I enabled you and I made you a ma- I made you a monster. But uh, but I never betrayed what I said. Mm-hmm. And to this moment, I am absolutely consistent. And and that is there's a there's a a strength that comes with that, with being like, hey, you know what? I am exactly who I say I am. I'm doing exactly what I said I would do. I am not compromised in any way. No. So if y'all are who confused, who are you rooting for though? That's the thing, right? It, 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 it makes it a little difficult for the viewer in a like a really delicious way. Like I don't know who I'm rooting for because I'm rooting for both of them. This is a mushy, mushy time now, and like, and then what's the deal with the with the? Uh, this this is something, and this is the FBI. Uh, by the way, just a side note: FBI WTF is gone. I love every FBI raid in the last They're couple episodes. They're making some good, smart moves. They're sending in like nine FBI agents. I'm like, what a thought! We got money for extras. <laughs> like, uh, like they're they're busting in doors. It's not just uh, you know, it's just not uh, it's what not a two man yeah two man show. It's not Liz and Red anymore, and not Liz and uh, and I'm, I'm sorry, and Wrestler anymore kicking down doors because mm-hmm. apparently the only two people that worked at the FBI for two seasons were Liz and Wrestler. I love this. I love that we got the FBI in there. Um, what I'm not following, and this is something I guess somebody will have to explain to me, maybe over the internet's. That they all could go to jail for for doing their job. That's what I'm not getting. Like this this whole nervous side plot that they're going to go to jail if this whole thing well, gets uncovered because if they it were... gets uncovered, the government is going to completely deny, deny, disavow, and yeah, cut all ties with them. But so that's it's just what I don't... gonna look like like some I don't know how, well, but it's that's gonna look like a group of people who have been up to really no. bad things. Well, that's what I don't get, right? Don't you, wouldn't all of these agents be able to be in a position to be like, "Um, we can't can't really disavow us because we got all this paperwork that says you signed this shit." I mean, I would think that 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 I don't, I don't know. know, I'm not Just a doctor. Just cuz your FBI does not make you infallible. No, well, clearly not. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that. I just don't know like I I would think there's so many involved. How do you I disavow mean, something really that big? shady shit has gone down. This is this is true. This I is mean, true. We've killed people. <laughs> They've killed a lot of people and we still don't know for what exactly besides for Liz and for Red. Well, definitely for a Red. A lot of people have died. A lot of people have died. 86 so far that are in the uh, that are in the uh, in the ice there. Yep. What a great idea, by the way. Genius. Uh-oh. Oh, Dad's on the phone. Uh-oh. <laughs> Joe uh, B? Uh, no, we're just excited to hear from you. I didn't think you were calling, Dad. <clears throat> I'm just calling to say hi. Oh, hi, Joey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Braswell has joined us over over on the phones. What did you think of this episode, Doctor Braswell? <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm chatting, just chatting in the chat room with uh, with, with Andrew and and uh, and Apuhuya Saha <laughs> and, and the gang. Well, can we pull that uh, up? Yeah, great episode. That's what's that? 
That's all you got? Great episode? Yeah, that's all I got. All right, well, great. Excellent. All right. Um, (laughs) Do you know that we were just discussing, Joe, and I want to know your thoughts on this. Um, Are you going to look a little bit more closely at the, the ice and any ice skating rink you might be at in the near future? If you're, you know, you're skating around, maybe holding somebody's hand and, and, and enjoying that slow skate, and then do you, do you think there's a possibility there might be 86 dead bodies yeah. underneath you? I, I mean, listen, if, uh, if Mr. Kaplan's anywhere near that ice rink, then for sure. Uh, I, it's I, I definitely. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's, actually a, that's actually a very cool way to uh, dispose of bodies. And it's also, it, it, I just feel like a little, Mr. Kaplan would be a little more thorough than that than to put them all in the same spot. Well, you know, Red I mean, did like say, well, luckily that was just school. one, that they, they weren't going overseas or anything like that. Yeah, that was chilling, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, we found 86 yeah. bodies. Just one 86, 86 bodies. Like, yes, well, uh, that's the only, the one location. That's good. Red is not messing around. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's not in the effing around business, as it were. No. Um, I feel bad for the Zamboni guy that she completely just outed. No, she, no, she, no, he just yeah. appeared. She paid him off. She paid him good. Don't you think she? she he she was her guy. Have money. She got Red's money. She doesn't have Red's money. She's been dead. Oh, I'm, I don't know, man. Yeah, she, but she raided those. I think she sold Zamboni out, man. I think she sold yeah. out. You think she sold Zamboni out? I don't know. She yeah. remember she raided that that what you call it? She raided that that lockbox that uh, that Denbe found last week. She took that money. There was a grip of money there. I don't know. Anyways, I, don't know. I just I just feel bad for Zamboni guy. He probably had a wife and kids and a nice, happy, cushy life. I'm telling Granted, you, Zan- he was hiding yeah. bodies. I was gonna say he's not completely I, innocent. I listen, you you call me and say, "Hey, Joe, we'd like to hide bodies in your in your in your your, your sound studio." Under no, that's probably not going to work out. That like, wouldn't even occur. Well, yes. she has to be paying him in the first place. I mean, I, well, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm, I'm no uh, I'm no economist, but uh, driving a Zamboni doesn't pay like a hell of a lot of money. And I guess I don't know. It's a skill set. Got a, does it? I don't know. I'm not sure, but it has a great name. Let me ask you guys a question. Let me, let me, let me, let me, I feel like we have an elephant in the room. We haven't even talked about it yet. Um, I know that I've gone out with Joe Braswell on a number of occasions when he's worn sunglasses inside (laughs) and it's been because he's so goddamn cool that he has to have the sunglasses on it because it's so bright where he's, what he's able to see. Yeah. There's a new FBI agent in town and he wears sunglasses inside. You know what? He's wild as a peach orchard hog. He is wild as a peach orchard hog. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Yes, he is. That, that Julian Gale. <laughs> you love this guy? Because they, they, they wear sunglasses at the same time. That's why. So, <laughs> He's my no, favorite thing. T- yeah, tell me your thoughts I'm, on I'm, Julian I'm, Gale, Braz. What's that thing again? Tell us your thoughts on Julian Gale. Bad boy FBI agent. Like, really bad guy. Like, wears sunglasses inside. Like in a poorly lit room, like, badass. I just liked his appearance. I like the way he just sort of rolled up on the scene. Like, you know, I, I like, I like, but like, I like about this guy is he's got the sunglasses. He's a super close talker, like an inappropriately close talker. Mm-hmm. You know, that first scene, he's in the guy's grill in his ear, almost, you know, almost sort of seductively so, mm-hmm. and then talks really quiet and then kicks everyone out. <laughs> well, you, you, did, what was the name of that clothing brand that was out for guys a few years ago? You bring him in close, and then you, then get him out. I mean, get him out. You get him out with with an uncomfortable. You're right. Get uncomfortable up in their ear almost a little bit. So the guy's like, God, that tingle. Did it feel good? I don't know. Oh, I gotta leave. Okay, I'm so confused. What was yeah, the name? That's, a, that's, a, that's like a boss move. What was you the name of the glasses inside? Yeah, go ahead, Joe. What was the name of the men's clothing company that was out a few years ago? Where it, it, was, it was just the just the epitome of douche clothing. Um, 
Oh, it's going to come to me. It was just it, you, you, if you if guys were oh, wearing what? this. I don't know, but where are you going with this? I, I'm just saying he's the <laughs> yeah, FBI agent. Going. If, if, if it's any of it, it's in my closet. I'm going to kill you. Ah! <laughs> Uh, I oh, love wait, Julian you know, guys, Gale. I'm so sorry. I've got to go. This is it. That's it for me. Oh, all right. It's, it's, it's a cameo appearance. I just, I just came <laughs> to say hi. Well, I love thanks you for all. saying hi. We love you. All right. Keep up the good work. See you around. Uh, I love you all. That was that was Joe Braswell, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Um, okay, so back to Julian Gale. Um, he is not only the epitome of cool, of cool, but he also has a lot of emotions. He does. He feels, <laughs> he feels passionate hard. things. He feels hard. He feels he that weeps. He's... he's a man who's not afraid to wear a leather jacket and sunglasses inside yep. and then openly weep. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. It, it, because he, he feels not only does he feel it so strongly, he feels personal responsibility for yes, all 86 does. of those people. Yes, he does. Ed Hardy. He's the Ed Hardy of FBI agents. Oh, Ed Hardy. <laughs> He's the Ed Hardy of FBI agents. Oh, sweet Lord. Agent Hardy. That's what I'm going to call him. Agent Hardy, Hardy Julian Gale. That so, stink that's is the good. smell of justice. <laughs> the smell of justice. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> He's the best. I want him um, to have his own show. You know, I, think, I it, think it is. It's called CSI. It's Miami, called CSI. Right? Yeah, and absolutely. He just got red hair. <laughs> So, exactly. so we've got we've got Ed Hardy, Ed, uh, uh, FBI agent Ed Hardy, Julian Gale, who is 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 hot on the trail now. Something he that, that we we found out about wrestler because we, we forgot. I think I forgot I, that I he forgot. was that he was hunting red down. Like that was his one and only. Passion. That was his deal. That's yeah. what made him shave three times a day. Yes, was hunting down Red Reddington, and and now we've been reminded. Like, look, this is what defined me. This is what drove me. Uh, me and Ed Hardy, we we went on capers trying to find uh, Red, and now I have to protect Red mm-hmm. while Julian and I and you got to see a little bit of wrestler enjoying, like the recreation of uh, of Diane Fowler's living room. Yes, you saw him get it. You you remember what a good FBI agent he was? Yes, he was. He is. He, he still is. is. And he was putting the pieces together, and they were doing the math together, and we got the gun. But but clearly in that scene, though, we got a little hint that Julian Gale might be a little mm, BF little crazy. Mezzo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He did some channeling, as it were. Yeah, that was kind of a cool scene, though. I like what I like how they did that. I enjoyed it too. And then he cried again. And then he cried because he's because he, he has feels. Because he has feelings. And he has feels. He has very big feelings. And let me tell you, underneath that leather jacket, he's wearing a, a shirt with a lot of rhinestones on it because it's Ed Hardy, <laughs> and that's that's what the fuck is going on. I'm telling you that right now. FBI agent Ed Hardy, Julian Gale. Oh, God almighty. Well, I I, I think he's a fun new addition. I'm looking forward to seeing how he plays out with Wrestler, if Wrestler is going to go back to, like, his old ways of remembering that Red is such a bad guy and maybe he wants to sort of recapture his youth as tour. Well, he he, he did. He sent out those fingerprints. He didn't cover up. He did do it. Which was, you know. To no avail. Yeah. that's, 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 uh, that's, That's new old Wrestler. Yeah. So they sent the fingerprints on the record player cleaner. So the cleaner who cleaned the mess did not clean the record cleaner, but cleaned the record without the cleaner. That's meta, bitches. <laughs> That's meta. Yes, and I'll dig it. But whose fingerprint was it? Or we do don't we know. Really care? No, because well, we know who shot her. Well, right, we all we know the there. whole scene. But the question is, was someone else there? Did someone come in and just be like, grab the cleaner and duck out? I don't know. It was not know. in the system. Whatever it was, it was not in the system. Yeah. Could right, it have well, been, okay, whatever. Let's, let's, talk, weird. let's talk ever so briefly uh, about, about Kaplan here and, and kind of what she's doing with our girl Philomena. Yep. 
Um, I feel like we've seen Philomena before, but obviously we haven't. No, but we just you know seen... what? I kind of love her. Yeah, Philomena's impressive. Like she's a blacklister because she's just like a really good actress. That... <laughs> What's your superpower? Acting. <laughs> I'm a Top Gun actor. I'm a Top Gun actor. And I'm good at yoga. <laughs> no, suck my... No. Okay. So that is from... Um, uh, 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 what do you yes, call it? From, uh, uh, yes. Team America. Team America, World Police. Um, America. Fuck yeah. I love that movie. Um, so, uh, so we have Philomena come through, and boy, I felt bad for Joe. Joe seemed like a decent guy. Yeah. He's like, hey man, no strings attached. I bought you a drink. It's cool. You just look like you're having a bad day. Yeah, and if you want to go jump off a bridge, I know all the best bridges. Oh, they had some cute banter. They, I thought they were going to make an adorable couple. Well, I mean, you knew it wasn't going to happen. It was well, a blacklist. No. Nobody gets a happy birthday. Nobody but does. Nobody. <laughs> There's singing telegram shows up at your house. It's because they're there uh-huh. to kidnap you or shoot you. So, I know, poor he Joe. Was hot, she was hot. I thought it was. You know, I know. Meant to be. And not for anything. They weren't exactly 15 years old. They were grown, which Dude. I always enjoy. Like, hey, grown ups making out in a Porsche. I like that. that. I did. Oh. I, you know, it's like, hey, we're all, none of us are dead yet. So, so Joe, financial Joe. I, I didn't mind it. No, you, you, which uh, was not a particular pl- uh, wasn't a plus looking. for you. They were good looking people making yes. out in a Porsche. And then yeah. she tased his ass. Yes. Not, not for anything. Tasing people in a Porsche, that's a skill set. Because. You stole my move. That's a. <laughs> Julie is not going to be able to get in a Porsche for weeks. <laughs> Every time you're climbing, it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to zap you. <laughs> so here's the question When you're tasing someone in a Porsche. Yeah. Now, I've never tased anybody, but now, can you still have contact with them while you're tasing them? Will it go through? I don't know. I don't know either. That's a good question. I don't know. Though, for anybody who's tased anybody, um, it, can, can you have contact with them while you're tasing them? Or will that. I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, it seems like an Well, Porsche. next week, let's get a taser and try it. Yes! We'll hold hands and tase each other. I was thinking we should invite Braz back next oh, week. Oh, yes! <laughs> tase his ass. <laughs> Dave, we had a thought, Joe. Thanks for participating. <laughs> All right, so next week, we'll tase Joe. But first, we'll, we'll dress him up in Ed Hardy so he can be partners with Julian oh, Gale. Yes. And then And then we'll tase the rhinestones right off his shirt. Oh, good God. All right. So, uh, so we, 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 Joe, uh, Financial Joe gets tased and ends up uh, talking to Kaplan. Now, Financial Joe mm-hmm. is not going to give up Red. He's very clear about it. And we get to we get to meet Philomena, and then Philomena goes off on her next caper. Yeah, working at, as a barista. This is deep level stuff, dude. Like you go and get the job. Oh yeah, I love I love it that she studies her her conquest for uh, weeks or months at a time, but and ingratiates herself into their lives just by accident. It's su- it's such a deep. Uh, here's the thing, not for anything, right? Like if you go get a job tomorrow as a barista. You're going to wait like a week and a half before you serve anybody coffee. You have to go in and train. They're not going to have time for you right away unless you like create. Maybe she created an opening for herself. Maybe she screwed somebody else up and took their job. She's not going to wait two weeks. No. Yeah, she hobbled somebody. I think she already knows how to make a decaf latte. No, what I'm saying cappuccino. is... Yeah, but she doesn't know, know how to make it like the whatever corner bakery way or whatever they're but at. But she, she hunts them down for months. She watches them for well, months. While you're training, you can still watch Alexa come in every time. So, well, this is my point. Do you think Do you think that she Do you think she swooped in and maybe whacked... Not, not, you know, maybe maybe hobbled somebody? Maybe, no. maybe You don't think so? No. Because, I mean, like, you're, at, you're, you're hoping for it's an opening. It's not like she got a job as a neurosurgeon. No, but my point is that she she says, okay, I'm going to get in there by getting the job at the coffee shop. I'm just saying there's a possibility that she went in and took a, a crowbar to somebody's knee so that I somebody had to go on. There's a lot of turnover on. at a coffee shop. I've never had, I've never run one. I don't know. I, I don't haven't know. either. But, you but know. I think, I mean, I go to my Starbucks all the time and there's new faces all the time. Well, it could be you're just getting a lot of people fired. That could, Are you complaining a lot? Are you saying lots and lots of bad it's things? the easiest order in the world. <laughs> 
Never mind, I'm not going to ask you what your Starbucks order is. What's your Starbucks order? <laughs> um, usually just a cold brew black. Okay, that is the easiest See, order of the world. The There's nothing to complain about. Sometimes I get a black iced tea with a splash of lemonade on top. All right, slow if down. I'm feeling Now crazy. we're getting excited. See, that, that's when they start complaining. About All right. The, 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 I, yeah. What's your order? Because I know it's douchey. I, no, it's not douchey. <laughs> I just it? need I need a, a, a grande, Pike's Place, uh, and then I need a, a separate cup of uh, a Trente full of just ice because I got to pour the, the, the thing over the ice. But they're not going to do it right. They're going to give me like half the cup and then they're going to melt the ice. All bad. But their iced coffee tastes like shit. So anyway, but moving on. the cold on. brew is good. The cold brew is good. Good brew is very soft. Okay, so Aram and Navabi. We haven't talked about Aram and Navabi. We've gotten a little, we're a little off, a little off track here. Because the kids are in charge. The kids are in charge. What happens? So Aram and Navabi. Yes, Samar. Um, She's up for the Katai Fellowship. The Katai Fellowship. Uh-huh. You which know what is that a does? prestigious thing. It grooms law enforcement to become policy leaders on a broader scale. Do you see what that means? That means if you worked in law enforcement, they're going to send you to Congress to tell them how things work. And then they'll ignore you and do what they think is most expeditious Probably, for their careers. Yes. Okay. Yes. So she has gone to her meet. She, she's got her meeting at the Katai Fellowship. She does not know in the beginning who has put her up for the Katai Fellowship. Nope. No. It was a ROM. It was a ROM. Who's trying to make good. Now, here, now here's my question for you. I'm, I'll bet we're going to find out, because Aram doesn't make mistakes like this, I'll bet we're going to find out Aram put her up for that scholarship months before, for that fellowship, months before he got caught messing around with what's-her-name. Probably. I think, I think that, but in the meantime, he's going to take it on the chin from Navabi getting mad at him. Yeah, he's just really trying to make nice with her. He's so nice. He is so nice. He's so sweet. I love Aram. Do you trust the other girl? Do you trust, uh, do you trust Hacker Chick that oh, likes to step into the shower? Um, kind of. I'm not too worried about her anymore. I kind of do too. Everything's sort of out on the table. They know who, like, like their their identities are are, are pretty true clear. and clear yeah. and real, and I they they share a lot in common. They're both hackery. She reminds me of Philomena. That was the one I was. Th- yeah, she was kind of. She's kind of Philomena. But I don't know. What did you think about Samar giving up the fellowship when she found out? I mean, well, it was still prestigious. She still earned it. We're still in TV land, so we still have we still have the outside world can intrude, mm-hmm. but it can't. You can't go take the job because that means you leave the show. Like if you go take your fellowship, that means that you'll be gone for the first forty six episodes I just, like, next as, season. As Navabi, as a character, it was just like, come on, just. Well, take yeah, or you maybe did earn it. maybe you like being on the street. Maybe you know, maybe that's part no, of it. No, she was so excited about it. Okay, so you're she saying said she said she's wanted this job for years. So she only didn't take it because it was Aram that recommended her. Yes. So it was just because I'm not getting it this way. Yes. Not like this. Not, not like, like this. this. All right. Not like this cipher. <laughs> so, so it's a not like this. Okay. Yes. All right. So tell me what your thoughts are. That was me. Oh. Tell me what your thoughts are um, on this whole thing with uh, with uh, with our, our boy here, uh, Julian Gale. We didn't finish this. I don't feel comfortable. Uh, no. Do you think that they're going to have to... Do you think Julian Gale will go away no. if they explain this to him? No, because Julian Gale is... His one and only mission in life, it seems, is to capture Red. And now he believes in his heart and soul, and he's right, yep. that Red has someone or someone's an entire mm-hmm. task force on the inside and he's going to do his damnedest to uncover what that is, who it is. He's going after Lizzie Keene because they were on the run together for yes. all that time. And he's going to uncover the whole task force and he's going to be the reason the whole thing possibly blows up until someone takes him out, which is probably going to be wrestler. Which is why we have to introduce him as Ed Hardy, Julian Gale, because he's a rogue FBI agent. Yes. He's not the standard issue guy that we can expect to follow orders and let it go no, away. No, no. He goes rogue. He goes rogue. Yes. Full blown. He's obsessed. Yes, and he sat in that chair, and he and he became red, and he he saw the gun that wasn't his gun, and he 
Yes. Okay. So we know that's why we have Julie and Gail be such a bless you. <laughs> Pardon <That's>... me. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> All right. So that's why we have Julie and Gail. God bless you. Thank you. So that's why I have Julie and Gail slash yeah. Ed Hardy guy be such a bizarre character. So we know for certain that he has to be dealt with. Because now the stakes have been raised for the task force as as is. Because if it's uncovered that they've been working with Red for Red for all this time, then they're the government's going to cut ties with them, disavow them, and they're going to face going to jail. Oh man. So so okay. So that's that's why we got Julian Gale. I think that's what I wanted to, uh, to to get to that we hadn't gotten to before. So so Philomena now the back half of this thing her her second caper is going to be with our boy Marvin Gerard. Yes, whom I love. He's so good. He's the best. He's so good, and he's got like such a cool, calm, like cool, calm. Uh, there's a little bit of funny underneath it, but it's like the sad funny. Yeah, I love him. I love that character. And his sister Alexa, oh, bleeding heart, yes, and wounded animals. And and every time we all we always see her play the kookiest, craziest characters on every show that she gets to be on. And this was this was as close to a straight character as she ever plays. Mm. So she was sweet. She was. She was a sweetheart. And so we have the little accident. And 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 meanwhile, Philomena's playing it all up. Really impressive. And that's how she gets past Marvin Gerard. I love that they sent the time. And this is this is one of the things that I liked about the Blacklist a few seasons ago, mm-hmm. and I think they got away from a little bit, or maybe it just got mushy because I hated the certain character so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I love that they will they will take the time to examine, like, okay, Marvin Gerard knows that someone's coming for him. How is he gonna? How are we gonna get somebody through? What's the What's an interesting character we can create? And I love that they create that situation for themselves, and they fill fill it all up with Philomena, who's interesting and cap- and and, and uh, captivating, and uh, and it all makes sense. I loved it. I was surprised that Marvin let his guard down, though. He knows that that everyone's on high alert. Anyone that's associated with Red, he is supposed to leave wherever he is. He's on the lam. He's supposed to go into hiding, even though he's been in hiding for the last couple of years. But he's supposed to go even deeper. But gets a call from from his little bleeding heart sis. Hey, I hit this girl with my car. Can you help her out with her legal issues? Uh, seems like a little, a little so you, sketchy. So I think saying, he just let his guard down, and I was disappointed that he did it. He, I mean, he was disappointed in himself that he did it. So you're saying Marvin should have picked up on this? Yeah, I think he should so. have seen this coming. You know. All right, Come I think on. that's fair. I think that's fair. How you I mean, they're dropping like flies right now. Yeah, everybody's don't, falling down around. You don't have the time true. to introduce anyone new into your life. That's Nobody. true. That's not the time. Not a, no strangers can not pass the time. your door. Let alone come to your apartment. Oof, that's true, huh? It was just, it was poor choice. But he loves his sister, so. He showed up to my On the Lamb apartment, and, and I let them in. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's uh, a tough one. Okay. That's all right, though. All right. So so Marvin Gerard gets picked up by our girl Kaplan. Yeah. Who, uh, who and I is... did love the reveal. Sorry to interrupt. No, I yes. love that reveal when he gets the call from Red, and he's like, oh, too, too late. late. And she's holding a gun to his yep. sister's head. P.S., could you tase yourself? I don't know how that works. I've never attempted that. Um, if if you guys know anything about tasing, we'll, so the, we'll practice next week when we bring in the taser. When we, when we bring in the taser and Joe <laughs> we'll and tase and hold hands, and then we'll see if I, one of us can you, just tase not, ourselves. There's going to be waivers. We're going to have to sign yes. waivers. I guarantee you that. Yes. Um, so so if if you guys know things about tasing, number one, can you tase yourself? Seems reasonable. Seems like you could push a just button. Just push a button. I mean that's not. And then second, if you're tased or tasing someone and they have contact with you, do you get the current back to? It seems like you would. I think you would. You would think, right? I think, so tasing knows? in a Porsche is uh, it seems dangerous. Yeah. Well. All right. She lives on the edge. She lives on the edge. Living on the edge. You know what she oh, likes? No. You know what she, she also likes? Ed Hardy. I guarantee it. No. Living on the edge. Wearing no, Ed Hardy. She does yoga. That's she true. She likes Lululemon. Lululemon. She's not going to wear Ed Hardy. No. She's wearing she's wearing Only Lululemon pants. She's wearing workout pants everywhere she goes. Yeah. And and uh, from all the men on this planet, we'd like to thank Lululemon for everything it's done <laughs> for everyone everywhere. <laughs> Just side note, thank you, Lululemon. Oh, 
that's all I want to do is just wear my Lulu everywhere. I'm I go. telling you, there's some people that that should uh, think twice, but the rest of you, thank you. Cut. Um. <laughs> so, uh, so we where are we at here? Okay. We're... So what we do have to talk about a little bit maybe is Kaplan and Agnes and Spagnus. Oh, Spagnus of God. Yes, Spagnus of God. Ooh, she got big. She did. Whatever are you feeding her? That's a baby. See, with a it was big head. such like a cool move for Kaplan. Mm. They made her so villainous oh. and scary, but we still love her. I don't know. I think they're doing such the, like just the coolest thing. So, anyways, that was a that so was an interesting loved? moment that she revealed herself to Lizzie when she did the whole "You are what is it? You are safe. You are you loved, are loved. You are, you are wise. wise." Oh, which is very like the help. Is it? He was smart. Oh he yes. Was is something. It, he was is there important. a shit pie in the offing? Is there something? <laughs> <laughs> I made this pie special for you, Red. She was also very interview of the vampire when she said, "I'm going to give you the choice. I never. Had. I never had. Oh my god." Please allow me to introduce <laughs> ah, myself. I love that. Oh. Uh, anywho, so Kaplan, Spagnus, she reveals herself to Lizzie. That was nice that there was no beating around the bush for once on the blacklist. Yeah, you like know, I'm here. I was your nanny. Like, Done. You know those words because I said them to you every single day. This is the only scene in this episode that I really had a screaming, raging problem with. Okay, tell me why. Can I tell you why? Please do. This show does this worse than any show I've ever watched in my entire life. What? Here is the beginning of a conversation that would explain everything in the world. And we're not going to fucking have it. Okay, <laughs> moving on. But you know what, Flip? Finding out truths about who you really are is never easy. Dun, 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 dun. I don't want to wait. I said was number 236 of how to say the same thing in every episode from Lizzie Keene. I think so. In the backseat of a car with red. Someone, there, there's got to be some, there's got to be someone out there who likes to edit things with enough spare time on their hands. There could be a 15 minute edit of Lizzie yelling at red the exact same way yep. over the last four seasons. And there could be a 15 minute edit of her saying that, that over the last four seasons. Ways. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. And it never gets old. And though. it never gets old. So this this is one thing this show does that has made me nuts for years and it still continues to make me nuts. Like, here's the conversation we could have. Like, I was your nanny. My next question would be, holy shit, you knew my mom? Yes, I knew your mom. Tell me about my mom. I can't. I'm dealing with this whole shit with Red. No, you have to. You owe me that. This is the scene I would wa- I would write. But that's not what happened. I was your nanny. Okay, bye. No, but then she goes, <laughs> I don't believe you. What the fuck? Hi, Lizzie. Why don't you believe her? Who makes that shit up, Lizzie? Why don't you believe oh. her? Oh, God. Is she going to be the next the next red? Wait. I, I love n- you. I hate you. I love you. I hate you. <laughs> How does it go? Uh, anyway, so there's that. Okay, so but but we got we got. Do you know to... the irony of this episode, though, to me was Harold Cooper talking to I think it was a wrestler when he said, "What must be known eventually should be known immediately." So tell me something for once, then. Oh, tell that me is something. funny. That's kind of immediately. Meta. Tell me something. Give me a thing. Pot kettle black. Unacceptable list. Oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I was possessed. <laughs> All right, so we've got our scene in there. So we're we're now. So now Lizzie knows that Kaplan was her nanny. Yep. And she I, and we know that Cap we, we know that the the, the, the what you call it, the task force knows that Kaplan is unraveling red. Yep. And uh, and so we have uh, Marvin Gerard. We yep. w- which well, I'd like to see with Marvin. Lamp post. Well, well, before that he get, he has his he has his ex interview with uh, with with, uh, with Kaplan, which I thought was terrific because it's it's another reminder like these people give up a lot to be with Red. And we have that scene with Red and uh, Red and Dembe where he we covers all that. He's like, you know what? You're my friend. I only have one friend. Yeah. These other people they work for me. 
Uh, and how does he put it? He says, I, I, they work for me. I have a work relationship because I pay them well. They respect me because I've earned it. And, and, or, or loyalty. Or was that respect or loyalty? No. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and, but you're my friend. And, and with Marvin Gerard, you're reminded, like, there is sacrifice. He was set for parole a week later. Yeah. Could have been out. Yeah. And fiancé could have been married. Could have been out of this whole mess. And, and, and Red, Red plucked him out of there early for his own device. Because he needed them. And so, and so now Marvin Gerard is, 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 uh, is living in that mess. Um, and he said it to Kaplan, too. Like, dude, you got hit. You got shot in the head. You won the lottery. Yeah, man. Get, Get out. out. She's like, I'm cleaning it up. And uh, don't you think you're taking this cleaning yeah. thing a little too, a little too <clears throat> I far? I loved that. was that. great. I was in. But it gave like a little, a little context as to why she's really doing it. It's not just retribution for uh, him shooting her in the head. And it's not just... Uh, to to help Lizzie to protect Lizzie, it's to clean her own conscience. Yes, yes, because I enabled all this. Yeah, I made this She's possible. She's taking responsibility for for, for her, her part, part in it. All of Absolutely, this, for all of those bodies. I get that. And and that I think it, it, it works. And I And I, I like that she's not killing these people now, all these associates. She's giving them up. Yes. She's to turning the them FBI. over to the authorities. And 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 the irony is it's gonna it's gonna turn the FBI inside out, right? Because they have to. Because well, they've been looked like good old Joe was already gonna flip on red. Yeah, it sure did, didn't mm-hmm. it? Ooh. What are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I mean, who else is going to flip? What are they going to say? What can they say? I mean, at some point or another, it just becomes, it, 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 you become the last holdout, you know, which is kind of like being the last person who didn't want to refi his house. Like, you, sh- you should definitely have refied the house. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's, I, I think we've covered most everything. Do we miss anything? The box. What's in the box? What box? The box that Red gave to Dembe. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Do you guys have any ideas out oh, there? Oh, that's a good idea. The box that he's not supposed to open until he decides to leave Red, which could be today, tomorrow, or 10 years from now. That's when you open the box. Well, we know if it's 10 years from now, it's probably not a bomb. All because we know is that it's not shoes. It's not shoes, <laughs> despite the size it looked right. Yes. So we know it's not shoes. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts on the box? We could take yeah, some theories on the box. I would love to hear your theories on what's in the box. Anything else we skipped? Uh, I don't think so. All right. Well, while we're messing around with theories for the box, let's go to predictions. Oh. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Julia Carely. Uh, I think I've thrown out a couple, like about wrestler already. Is if he's going to be the one, he's going to have to decide whether to protect himself and the task force or be a boy scout and do what's right when it comes to his old buddy gail julian gail uncovering who red is what like what red is really up to and that the fbi has been working with him the whole Mm. time so will he have to kill gail his friend or will he protect his task force well i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna go ahead and pile on because um i predict that uh special agent ed hardy Uh must die I think that's where this is going. He's going to die with his rhinestones because what they're going to do, I think, is set him up as like really dangerously unstable. Like they, they, they already started down that road yeah. with the pointing the gun. Hey, slow down. Yeah, he's tripping out, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we're going down that road already. And I think they'll give us just enough of him being off that we're not going to be too mad at Wrestler when no. he has to kill him. Yeah. I but think that's how it's going to go. Wrestler. I think you're right. It's probably going to be a showdown. Oh, Wrestler's going to shave right beforehand, too. Well, you know how he's... Yeah, absolutely. It's not like he's, yeah. Maybe he'll be so conflicted, he'll skip a day. What? Slow I, down. That's my prediction. Slow down. He's got to skip a day. Do you think that, do you think that, that Ed Hardy's going to rub off on him? Do you think that like, like, like maybe like two episodes from now... He's going to be his popping tires, his collar. Yeah, you know, like, 
Like, are those? Wait, are, are you wearing? Did you bedazzle your tie? It's badass. He's gonna be <laughs> rocking some new Ray Bans. <laughs> are you wearing? Are you wearing double skinny jeans and boots? <laughs> are those diesel? Oh, they're so tight. I feel so good. <laughs> so tight. All right. Well, that's all we got, you guys. Right, it was a pleasure being with you, Julia Carley. Where can the young people find oh, you? Oh, kids, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram with my name, Julia Carley, J U L I A C E A R L E Y. Uh, and I'm Joe Sanfilippo. You can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo, J O E F L I P O. It was a pleasure being with you guys, and we will see you next week. Yep. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. Buzz, oh, no. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.